Hey, this is Kevin. Welcome back to Hug Your People. We're talking about milestones today. They can create a lot of emotions in us. They can create uh, excitement. They can create happiness. They can also do the opposite and create a little bit of anxiety or or deep thought in a negative way. And so we're going to talk about that today. This is episode 39 of Hug Your People. All right, thanks for coming back to Hug Your People. This is Kevin. Let's talk about some milestones. We're coming up on milestones in um, in Baxley in our treatment. We're at week 42, which uh, if you haven't been part of, um, if you, I don't, th- I guess if you haven't been really part of uh, treating cancer, 42 weeks is the prescribed length of treatment um, to, for chemo for cancer. Now that's it varies from person to person, type of cancer to type of cancer. But for us, it was 42 weeks was the the, the main treatment. Now, here's where the science comes in. So really, that's great news because we're at week 42. But the science comes in that there's a European study that shows if you add six months of chemotherapy on the back end of what was once prescribed as the, the treatment cycle, the chances of cancer coming back reduces significantly, um, like <laughs> enough to, to warrant the six months and the expense of doing it. So Early on, I think it was the first day my wife and I were like, we want to do whatever it takes to make sure this never comes back. And Baxley has to deal with this as a story, not as something that's threatening his life. So we are at a milestone of week 42. My wife and I were talking last night and and it just brings up a lot of emotions for us. Um, uh, you know, and she she's the one that brought it up. And it really you look at it like this is. You know, we're 42 weeks into 67 weeks. This is the end of sort of what they prescribe as the official treatment. But we've got six more months of treatment. We've had a comparing. And I know for some people who have followed our story, comparing to people that we see on the weekly, we've had a very easy go of it. I know that's hard for some people to picture and imagine because you see all the things that we've been through. And it's hard to imagine that there is worse. But trust me, there is. And we have a, had a very easy go of it. And so the stories that we hear are either, you know, main, main treatment is really rough or the maintenance treatment, which we're walking into is really rough. And so because we've had such a pretty, for, for most part, we've had a pretty easy road of it with, with backs up to now, as far as getting sick, nausea, um, you know, mucositis, which uh, really creates a, so sores in the mouth. So you don't want to eat anything, including drinking water. Um, so we've had a very, very mild, you know, experience with that so far. So we're concerned that coming into maintenance, we're going to have some really tough times as far as um, backs getting sick and things like that. We hope that's not the case. We have to be prepared for the worst, but hope for the best kind of thing. So that's kind of where we are now uh, with it. We're coming into, uh, we finished our last clinical trial drug treatment yesterday. Um, And I won't bore you with the scientific names of it, but it was, we were approved for a clinical trial that lasted all 42 weeks. And we finished that yesterday. It was has proven not only in us, but in other patients to be a benefit. So we're grateful for that. But we are stopping that now and we move on to just just regular maintenance. Um, next week, we go in for PET scans, which basically scan everything in the body on Thursday. Um, we'll do our normal Thursday treatment. And then we go to Charleston for two weeks for radiation for 10 days. So we're back at that phase of Baxley for 10 days. Monday through Friday, he will get anesthesia and he'll get uh, radiation treatment those days. So it's not as bad as it seems. I know it seems awful. And, and trust me, I, we're numb to it, I think. I think you know that's just 
you have to be on some level if you're in our shoes. But, um, you know, so we'll, we're going down to Charleston for two weeks and we're going to kind of try to make it fun for backs um, because one of the things that proton radiation in Florida did, he was under anesthesia for 33 days in a row, um, not including weekends. So he's kind of used to it. He's been here before. He knows what it is. You know, you can talk to him about it, certainly talk to us about it. And, um, and so that really, it's not going to be very traumatic for him in that regard. Sometimes he looks forward to it. Sometimes he's excited about the nap. <laughs> and so, um, so it really should be as, um, as seamless as possible, but we're kind of trying to make the experience because driving two hours each way every day for 10 days is just not feasible for us to still work and still maintain our sanity. So we're going to actually stay down there uh, for a couple, for, for both weeks and try to make it fun for him if we can. And um, as fun as possible. So um, that's kind of what we're going to do after we finish that. That's the milestone that really turns the corner and once we finish that, we will have we won't have any more scheduled overnight stays in Charleston, which is fantastic. You know, we'll still have treatment every Thursday. Thursday treatments go on until the end of July, I think. Um, it's around that time. So we're not going to that's not coming off the table. But what comes off the table is we don't have to go live and spend the night in Charleston and um, for treatment for, for the next six months. So that that's great. So this kind of marks the end of that. Now, what does that do? to uh to us as parents to um to back Bex is four so Bex he's just it's another day he's excited <laughs> you know he's just the kid just has such a great outlook he, his energy is so great he just really um he's kind of down for whatever now don't get me wrong like I see I know my son I love my son I see my son I know when he gets frustrated um and sometimes cancer frustrates the hell out of him and it should uh, it frustrates us but by and large, he, he's doing great. So what does this mean for us? Well, as parents, I won't speak for my wife. She she has some emotions coming up around it for sure. Um, and we talk about that and she'll share with you if uh, if she wants. Um, but for me, it comes up to the we, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But is that light, you know, that and the light scares us, you know, the light scares us because Trust me, we were playing soccer one Saturday and the next Saturday we were in ICU with kidney failure and cancer. And um, that will always be in the back of our mind as parents. I think that, you know, he gets a cold. How do we react? We go straight to the, the worst, probably the worst place. I, I would imagine that's where we'll go, at least for a little bit of time. And so when you reach these milestones, while we do have a sense of gratitude, we do have a sense of a con of we're doing it like it's going to be okay like we're going to be fine our family's going to be okay you know uh, we do have a, a the equal sense of caution equal sense of anxiety um around it because we've just kind of we were talking to our doctors yesterday and they were like oh, it seems like yesterday and i was like yeah and it also seems like 10 years ago that we started this it's just been exhausting on all levels you know i'm, I'm sure you can probably imagine when the the thing you love the most the person you love the most um, that you would die for, you know, your kids um, out of your control. You have no control over it and they almost leave you. Uh, that creates just this incredible, um, helpless, powerless, uh, you know, feeling of you have to be reactionary to everything. You can't control this thing. And so I think for, for me, when we start hitting these milestones, 
you know, when, when we're in treatment, I have a sense that it's being controlled, right? This is going to sound probably weird to some people, but I, just stay with me, track with me through this. But when we're in treatment and we're going to the hospital every week, there's almost like we're trapeze artists with a safety net. You know, if we fall every Thursday, we get caught by the net. You know, if he gets a fever, we know that we're going to get caught by the net every Thursday. When we finish treatment, you take that net away and we just have to fly with confidence and pray to God that we don't fall. Right. And the reason I think that's probably going to sound weird to some folks, because um, that's probably, I, I do this for a living. I teach people to have confidence to come from abundance, not scarcity and things like that. But now we're dealing with my kid and that's a different that's easier to say and much harder to do. So I think we're operating now where when we start taking that safety net away, I mean, the safety net for us right now is every Thursday, we know we're seeing doctors and they're checking up on them and, and that if we need to, we've, we've got them right there for us. And when that starts to wean off, that starts to go away. What is our safety net? You know, if Maxley gets a cold, we know what to do, but we're not getting the, the preventative measure every week. We know that yesterday we were in the hospital. And we know that if something's wrong, they're going to listen to his chest. If he's getting the cold, the flu, anything this time of year that might be going around, we're going to catch it relatively early. You know, and when that safety net goes away, it's going to I think that's probably where it comes from for me. Of I'm, I am the safety net and I've got to be really in tune with what's going on with my son. I've got to be really in tune with what's going on with his health and his mental well-being and, and all the stuff that you normally are. And as parents, we like to think we are, you know, but making sure that his. Uh, his teachers and the school nurses and the doctors and the pediatrician and, you know, the, the counselors at summer camp and everybody is in tune with um, the possibilities of what's going on with, with, with my son. And there's a, I think there's a fine line of living in fear and um, living in a place of understanding the severity of what could happen, especially in the next few years uh, for us. And that, that will likely go down as time goes on, but, that's kind of where we are, the milestones. So we're, we're week 42. We're coming up on our um, our 42 week scans. We're coming up on our two weeks of radiation and that'll end on February 7th, I believe. And once February 7th uh, comes, then we've kind of now then we kind of go into maintenance treatment fully and we kind of see what we have to be open to however he reacts to that. He could do fine. He may he could do fine. He could really. We've heard some stories where it creates a lot, a lot of nausea, a lot of um, sick stomachs and, and motion sickness and things like that. And so we just have to be open to responding. So while on the one hand, we feel like we've accomplished a lot and we sure have, and Bax is, uh, he's, man, I tell you what, uh, I would challenge anyone to accomplish what Baxley's accomplished in 2019. Even some high level people that I, I work with, you know, like he's done more in 2019 than most of us have done in five years. Uh, and I just, I love that about him and, um, he inspires me every day. So, that's kind of where we are. It's not out of the woods, so to speak. And there, there's, you know, when you really look at, at cancer, you know, and, and chemo and things like that, the, the biggest problem with chemo is that the, the long-term effects, they stay around. Like when Baxley's 14 years old, he'll be going in to get screens for things that chemo and radiation is doing. When he's 20, he'll be doing the same thing. You know, he'll be on the lookout for things that may come up from radiation. And so you think about that, like that's 16 years from now when he's 20. So this is not something that, you know, we hit our mark, we do our 67 weeks and we're like, woohoo, it's all done. It's all good. We can coast. No, certainly that element goes down significantly, but this is, uh, this is a part of our life. Like once you get cancer, it doesn't go away. 
you know, when your kid gets cancer, it doesn't go away. It stays there, you know, and it's always in the back of your mind. And I know that because I've talked, I talk to people, obviously you probably know that about me that I'm a talker and I talk to people. And so really that's kind of what we're doing now. So um, while we do feel like that we're hitting the milestones and we're hitting them with great, like Baxley's reports yesterday, I'll just give you a quick, quick story. Like, so last week we went into treatment we measure this thing called ANC. I don't know the whole ins and outs of it. My wife probably does. The ins and outs of it are the ANC number that we get determines if he can be around other kids, if he can go to the grocery store, to the movies or whatever. So if the ANC is below a certain amount, quarantine, quarantine. Now, normal people, from my understanding, normal people being you know adults that are healthy, their ANC level is around three to 4,000, right? So last week we go in and Baxley's ANC level was at 140. So that's super low. So that's quarantine situation, meaning he can't pre- he can't leave the house. Uh, he can be around other kids, but they got to sanitize a lot. Certainly no colds, no sniffles, no coughs, no flu around him, anything like that, because um, his immune system just can't fight it off. So he was hitting around 140 last week. We were uh, hoping and he takes a shot called Nulasta from a certain round of chemo that is supposed to it's designed to boost that back up because the chemo tears it down. So he got the Nulasta shot. And so we were expecting a rebound. And then we come in this week and they measure his ANC and it's at 2000. And so it was just like, that's how kids work, you know, from 140 to 2000. Now he's been as low as 25. And when he got down to 25, we had to actually be admitted to the hospital. Um, that was in Florida. So, um, so we watch things like that and we have to consider things like that. And that'll probably be something we consider for a long time, but um, it, it really is. We, we feel very blessed and very grateful that we're turning the corners. We're turning, but it doesn't, omit the emotional process, the mental process um, for us. And it doesn't omit the, the triggers that we've developed over, over this, this time, but it certainly is, is good. And we cue off backs and he's, he's doing just great. So, um, so that's the update on our milestones and where he's at. Let's talk about a couple of things with Hug Your People. I have been talking to uh, a lot of people out there and how can we make a greater impact? How can we help people on a deeper level? Um, so two ways, one, the, the nonprofit of course is still going, it's not here yet, but it's still going. Uh, we are working with some, um, some folks as far as getting wagons to more people. Um, we're kind of going really slow with that because we are doing our own thing. Like we have to manage our family first and then we have to do that. So it is, it is slower than we probably foresee happening in the future, but right now it's what we can do. So, uh, we've got that. I think we're delivering this week, we're delivering the 23rd wagon, the 24th wagon, somewhere around there. So that's great. That's great. Um, but through this, how can we make a bigger impact? You know, obviously my business, I'm a, I'm an executive coach um, and speaker. And so I'll be speaking a lot um, this year about this, this stuff, you know, as parents, you know, when life happens, especially with your kids, what do you do? You know, what, what do you do when life comes at you and you've, you're running a business or you're working or you're trying to operate at a high level? How do you keep things together? And uh, I don't know that I've kept them together. I just know that I've learned a whole lot about being highly productive and I've learned a whole lot about my goals and I've learned a whole lot about um, not missing the important stuff. And I've learned a lot about um, the difference between being busy and being productive. And even as a dad, because I think there's a big difference in being busy with your kids and being productive with your kids. Just like in business, there's a difference in being busy at work and being productive, you know, and I think what we find when I had to be highly productive, you know, when I took my business and I, well, I had two businesses and I, I closed one and 
I had to take the primary business and scale it from, you know, the normal five, six days a week back to just two. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. And, um, so I did what any person would do. I got on Amazon and ordered a bunch of stuff <laughs> that I thought I would need to run a business out of a hospital room. Um, and, but I learned a lot through that and I, and I, I sure did. So one of the, I bring all that up because the, the big life event is going to be a hug your people event. I, I'm still working on what it looks like, what it feels like. Um, but it will be designed for parents and business people who want to get more lifetime with their people they love and become more highly productive and to not worry about the money as much, but still have the money show up. And so that's kind of what we're working on. I think if I can give that back to people, that is probably another layer of impact for me personally that will um, will come through. So that if you see the, 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 the Big Life event or if you see HYP 2020, something like that coming through, it's referring to that. And that is just me talking through it, figuring out what's the best way to do this. Um, that fits into what we've already created and what you guys have helped us create and, and all that. So, so that's that. And um, it really is, is an exciting time for us. It, as nerve wracking as it can be, it sure is exciting. And we are so, we just want those good reports to keep coming. We want the, the blood counts to stay where they are. We want the, you know, the report we got yesterday, the doctor said, and they've not, they don't say this a lot, but she said, Baxley's kidneys are working great. And, of course they are. But when you go back almost a year to a little boy who got put on a helicopter with total kidney failure, you know, uh, And to get the report that his kidneys are working great. <laughs> oh, just amazing. Just amazing. I tell you what, we as people have a bigger purpose. We don't give ourselves enough credit for the impact we make. We certainly don't give ourselves enough credit for what we're capable of. We certainly put more emphasis on what we can achieve than who we can help. And I think if we reverse that around a little bit, we can do great things. So. And there you have it, episode 39. We talked about milestones. Got a little emotional there. Uh, you know, I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm not. But anytime I talk about that day, that day that we started all this, it gets me. It gets me. And so um, allow that in your life. Allow the emotion in your life. Allow to, to process. So hug your people. We got the wagons going full force. I think we're delivering number 22 or 23 this week. And then we also have the big life events coming up. I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how it's going to help you, but it will. And so keep stay tuned for that. The HYP big life event where we're going to help people in business, uh, parents in business, people in business who want a little more life in their work life. We're going to help them find it, help them get back to what's important, find that fire in their life again. And that's uh, what I've had to go through the hard way. So I'm going to help walk you through that. If you have any questions, hit me up at Kevin at kevinhoover.org. Check out the website, check out the Facebook, check out all that. That's the best way to reach me. In the meantime, you know what to do. Go hug your people. <laughs>